0: Disturbed from my slumber. I'm the Eternal Dragon. Now make your first wish. Your wish has been granted. Here is your host, Tim Bridgewater. What is up everybody? Welcome to episode 118 of Rock the Dragon, a Dragon Ball Super Podcast. Of course, I'm your host, Tim Bridgewater. That is right. You you have not you're not mistaken. You get two episodes back to back two back-to-back episodes isn't this just a joyous time to be alive and of course i'm going to pretend like i wasn't actually super late with the last episode and now i'm coming back with the next one it, whatever you get two episodes back to back 117 just went up yesterday 118 hopefully is going to go up today once again just to kind of fill you in on why that is well i'm having surgery tomorrow on my wrist okay talked about it a good bit on episode 117 Tomorrow, I'm going under the knife to try to repair the broken bones in my wrist. So I figured, you know, it's probably a better idea to do this episode of the podcast before surgery, because I don't know what kind of shape I'll be in afterwards. And it may be a couple days or a week or two before I even have the strength to talk. I don't even know. So I figured I'd get it out now in advance. So we can get caught up and you guys can get your podcast episodes in and we can be good to go. Speaking of being good to go, I'm telling you right now, you want to get over to patreon.com slash rock the dragon podcast and you want to subscribe to that Patreon. I have some pretty cool stuff coming up probably within the next week or so uh I'm not going to keep it a surprise because I want you to go and sign up. <laughs> so, I'm just going to tell you what they are right now. I mentioned this one on the last episode. I'm going to have a full review of Stranger Things season 3, okay? So, any of you guys out there that are Stranger Things fans and you haven't had a chance to binge watch it yet, don't worry. It'll be there as soon as you're done watching it. You can go listen to the review, full podcast episode. It's about an hour, I think. Also, uh, I'm going to have a video commentary of Dragon Ball Z Movie 13 Wrath of the Dragon. And I'm so excited about this because I've, I did it in a different sort of a way than what I initially thought I was going to do. But I think you guys are really going to get a kick out of this. It's a new segment I'm calling Rock the Dragon Podcast Theater Presents. And the very first installment of that would be Dragon Ball movie 13 dragon ball z movie 13 let me let me back that up for a second (laughs) uh wrath of the dragon and uh it's very cool so you're actually going to be able to watch the film along with me and hear my commentary okay because i'll have the actual movie in the video as well so uh i hope you guys dig that i hope that's some incentive for you to head over to the patreon remember it's not it's just a couple bucks a month i mean and i can use the money with this uh damaged ass appendage that i have so uh any of you guys that are still on the fence now would be a good time to go and jump on that and take advantage of it And of course you'll get the other things that are already on the site which of course includes a video commentary of dragon ball z Kakarot gameplay footage a uh, full out review of a podcast episode of X-Men Dark Phoenix, as well as another review of Bright Burn, uh, which is which I mean, you can look up the trailer if you want, but it, <laughs> it was a movie that was supposed to be sort of a, a different spin on the origin of Superman, where he's actually uh, evil instead of good. Uh, it's a live action film. So, you know, if you happen to have seen that, there's a review of that. And If you haven't seen it, well, when it hits on demand, you can watch it and then you still have access to the review. So there's really no reason to not go over there and get that bonus extra exclusive content for Patreon. And uh, even if you sign up now, you still get everything that has been released. I mean, depending on the tier that you choose, of course. But uh, yeah, so you guys definitely wanna stay tuned for all that. Uh, I have several posts that will be kinda going out throughout the week while I'm kinda incapacitated. (laughs) But keep an eye on the Facebook page. A lot of exciting, very cool stuff coming this week. Facebook.com slash Rock the Dragon Podcast. Okay, so with that being said, uh, what an episode, right? What an episode we need to get into this. Uh, Of course, if you have an email, uh, you want to say anything, any questions, comments, concerns about uh, the show for our email segment called What Are You Saying?, Uh, You can send me an email at rockthedragonpodcast at gmail.com and uh, we're going to get into that, but we're going to save that until the very end of the episode because they mostly sort of pertain to episode 118, okay? So, you know, we do that from time to time. We'll just come back with that in a minute. And before I forget, uh, you know, I haven't gotten a review on, on iTunes slash Apple Podcasts since April. It's been, a what is that, like three months, four months? I, I can't count for some reason now. Uh, <laughs> but meanwhile, I've gotten I've gotten several new people that have contacted me on Instagram and also on other outlets to kind of, you know, kind of express your, your, your enjoyment of the podcast, which I 2,000% appreciate. <laughs> Don't get me wrong. But if you guys want to take the extra step and go leave me a positive review on Apple Podcasts, just kind of saying the same stuff, five stars. Then uh, that would be pretty dope too, because that would just help uh, get the podcast out to a greater audience. And we're, just, I mean, we're starting to run out of episodes here, but we don't know what's going to happen. You know, I, I mean, Dragon Ball Super could come back at some point. This podcast may come back. The Patreon is still there, so there's still reasons to keep sharing, keep promoting, keep telling people about the podcast, keep helping out. I appreciate you guys. So if you have not had a chance to leave me a review yet. It'd be nice. You know, I mean, listen, I'm having surgery tomorrow, okay? (laughs) All right. I'm going to be like in pain, like struggling and like suffering and stuff. And nothing will make me feel better than to uh, wake up and see a good review from one of you guys over on on Apple podcast slash iTunes. okay? so just help a brother out because I'm going to be hurting. All right. No, seriously, though, I will be hurting. Okay, (laughs) if you want, I can go live on Facebook as I'm leaving the the operating table. And no, I'm not going to do all that. (laughs) You guys don't want to see that. It'll be pretty fucked up. Anyway, leave me a review. Thank you. All right. Let's go ahead and get into this episode talk for the week. So, of course, this episode of Rock the Dragon podcast, episode 118 is going to cover episode 118 of Dragon Ball Super titled. Accelerating tragedy, vanishing universes. Ooh. hell of a title. Hell of a title. Well, we know one thing. <laughs> well, we know two things here. There's going to be some tragedy that's uh accelerating and there's certainly going to be some universes that vanish. Question is, which ones is it going to be? Who knows? Let's find out. We know, uh, obviously, based on episode 117. That. Uh, Ribrianne was just knocked out. Okay. Her and her partner. So that definitely puts universe second, uh, second universe number two on a chopping block in a way. I mean, they still only have a few fighters left. And of course, universe six is kind of barely hanging in there. And, and we still got, uh, the guys over in universe 10, Jaren and his crew. Um, so, so let's see. And we've got universe seven, of course, too. Um, I think that's all that's remaining at this point though. So it's pretty devastating loss for Universe 2 to lose Ribrianne and, 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 and Rosie. Uh, so this episode kind of sort of picks up with that in mind. We have Ribrianne kind of speaking to the people in her universe or, or that planet that she came from. Kind of reassuring them that, hey, you know, it's not all hope is not lost yet. And I think that this is a very cool thing to see. We haven't seen this, right? We haven't seen any other universes Uh, reach out to their people at home that may be aware of this whole thing and kind of watching and cheering them on because as Whis mentions here that you know this is a very dangerous thing they didn't want to do this in universe 7 because they were afraid that people would riot and start freaking the hell out but in this universe number 2 that's going to be uh, I don't know that at this point is known for love maybe it's a little bit different maybe they you know maybe that kind of behavior is a last resort for them, So, you know, it's kind of cool to see that there's people out there that they are actually fighting for. And, you know, it kind of it, it, it does a pretty good job of sort of like humanizing these other characters that we've just kind of seen like these caricatures. You know, they're just kind of like these crazy freaking <laughs> overblown, like over exaggerated characters, but they're actually fighting for a cause. You know, so it, it, it makes it even more sad to see them get eliminated when you see what they're fighting for. Meanwhile, Goku has gotten into the mix here <laughs> with the remaining three fighters of the universe, Two. I mean, they just decided they were just going to team up on Goku now. I mean, why not? At this point, he's super weak. You know, time is running out. Desperate times call for desperate measures. Uh, we get a little bit of commentary from the sideline, of course. And they're talking about Goku kind of just taking a huge risk that he's just still fighting even when he's you know he's going against three people and <laughs> you know he should be hiding somewhere at this point but that's goku for you uh and we do get re confirmation from vados that universe 6 only has two fighters left okay so they so their asses are pretty much on the chopping block too and we already know that those two fighters are of course the two Namekians, okay, that are fighting Gohan and Piccolo. And then we get a quick shot of Khalifla, which I'm glad they've been kind of keeping it to the bare minimum with her <laughs> so far since they got eliminated. We haven't seen a ton, but that's okay. A little, little comment on from the sidelines every now and then is okay. Especially when it happens like this, where she's telling these guys she's going to kick their butts if they if they lose. And they're like, hey, you know what? If we lose, that means we're all getting our asses wiped out. So you won't be kicking anything. <laughs> um, so now we're getting some focus on these Namekians, which I've been wanting for a while. You know, I was. Back when I first sort of discovered these that, these, that they were Namekians in Universe 6, you know, because I just saw them in the background of another shot, <laughs> I was hoping that, okay, whenever they show up for the first time, you know, it'll be this revelation and Piccolo will react to it and Gohan will react to it and it'll be this big deal. And it kind of wasn't that. <laughs> and then i just kind of said well maybe they'll just be these two guys that just kind of get whooped pretty easily because they didn't really make a big deal about them being there but now in this episode we're getting some information about them and, and their background and their backstory we get a moment here where where these guys are starting to power up and and, and piccolo and go on like do you feel that and, like, they you know, Piccolo kind of has a sixth sense for these kinds of things. And he's saying that something inside them changed somehow. So then we see, like, this little sequence where, you know, he's looking at one of them and then he can kind of see the silhouettes of all these other Namekians kind of next to him. And, uh, I mean, the second that I saw that, I knew what they were getting at. I mean, it didn't everyone else kind of catch that the first time? I mean because they were talking about how resilient these guys are. And we know from Piccolo's history that uh, Namekians fusing with each other is actually kind of common. You know, it's not just something that comes along with, you know, like characters like Vegito and Gogeta. Uh, The Namekians have their own sort of form of fusion where they, it's, you know, they don't, it's not two people becoming one necessarily. It's more like one Namek taking on the knowledge and the powers of another one and 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 just kind of like having that inside of him right because we saw that with piccolo um i mean obviously when he merged with kami we know that that you know they split at one point in time then he merged again and then he also merged with nail back on namek and then he became like a super Namek at that point and <laughs> you know his powers just kind of went up so we know that that's something that could happen we've kind of seen it happen before. With Piccolo. But now, obviously, this is happening on a much bigger scale here with these Universe 6 Namekians, because we're, you know, they obviously fuse with who knows how many other Namekians. Okay, so we do kind of get a hint of that. And I knew that that was happening. And and honestly, it excited the hell out of me. (laughs) I was like, that's how you do it. Dragon Ball Super. That's how you bring back something that we learned a long time ago that we haven't really seen since then, and make it effective here. And that's kind of all you need to know about these guys. I mean, I I absolutely love the fact that they did this the way that they did it. So then we see Rebrianne kind of talking to her people in Universe 2 again. They're all kind of putting up their, their love sticks in the air. They're all kind of chanting, you know, cheering on the remaining fighters. Uh, but they're not only doing that you know they're kind of channeling love energy to these guys i mean they're actually starting to glow and it is at this moment that we that we find out that these guys can transform too (laughs) okay uh but not in not in their own sort of unique ways but in like the exact same way as ribrian and in the the uh what do they call them? The, the ladies? I don't know. They, they had, a, she had a name for them. I forgot what it was. Uh, but yeah, so obviously this is, these are forms that can be transferred to other people. <laughs> it's not just unique to Rebrianne and, and her, her squad. These guys kind of make the same transformations as they did. Okay. So this must be a universe two thing, <laughs> man, man. Do they look ridiculous? So just when we thought we were done with all this love shit, when Ribrianne was knocked out, we're wrong. These guys are going to carry you on the torch. So Android 17 and 18 kind of get wind of this. So they jump back in and like, well, you know, it's it's like an unhealthy relationship. We don't know how to quit universe, Two. That's what Android 18 says. Uh, the maidens. Yeah, the maidens. That's what they call the, the women. And so they're doing their sort of over the top cheesy sort of announcing and proclamations. And then so 17 starts to do one to mock them and then 18 does it. And it's hilarious. I mean, it's just absolutely hilarious because one of the things I've said about this show is that you can introduce as many ridiculous characters as you want. As long as the show itself is aware of the fact that those characters are ridiculous and they are because they do things like this where they make fun of them on the show then that's okay you know because it's it's like a it's like an inside joke right and those characters have always kind of been like that so this this makes sense to me and at the end of it i think goku just says something like they they say all these freaking long (laughs) complex sort of titles and stuff and then goku just says like uh uh, yeah and i'm goku (laughs) classic That's gold right there. And then they go at it. Okay, they just they they all three rush at each other in a very cool looking sequence. Uh, Man, they have been on a roll, you know, ever since that episode with I mean, honestly, the Kefla stuff didn't wasn't crazy about the character, but the episodes were good. Okay, and then the last one was awesome. And then this one is awesome. So they definitely they're just kind of on a roll now. (laughs) If if this is how the rest of the tournament of power is going to go, then, man, we're in for some good shit. So Piccolo is just kind of launching all these blasts at this guy. He says neither of you guys entered this tournament as solo Namekians. He's slowly starting to figure out what happened here, because once again, you know, he did it. He knows he knows what's possible. And this is where they start to kind of say officially that yeah this is what they did they fused after they learned universe could be annihilated you know all sorts of their noble brethren stepped up to help so they just gave themselves to these two guys to become two supernamics i guess uh And that's just, man, that is such a cool idea. (laughs) Like I'm telling you, like, and it works because once again, they're using something that they already established in the universe. You know, I'm not crazy about when all of a sudden we see some shit we've never seen just because they feel like making up something new. You know, you know, they do that all the time, but it's, it's moments like this where they reference something that's already established in the universe that shows how good this show could be. When it's done right. And they're doing it right (laughs) at this moment right now with these, these, which is funny, right? Because most of us, and this is just based on, you know, my conversations with you guys uh, really hated the universe six sayings. But I'm loving these universe six Namekians. (laughs) I mean, because there's no ridiculous power upgrades that are unexplained. Theirs is explained and it's explained in a very good way based on something that we have already seen piccolo do so boom no there's nothing to be upset about i mean this makes perfect sense to me so uh yeah they're just saying we're going to keep fighting with all the full might uh this dude meanwhile this dude has just got piccolo just in a rock man just disrespectful just got his palm all in his face (laughs) (laughs) gohan's powering up he jumps over there sort of at the last second and frees piccolo from the grasp he's saying he's going to fight both of them while he gives piccolo chance to focus his energy and piccolo says for my special beam cannon and i mean how awesome is it to hear him even say those words special beam cannon i mean it's just something that we don't we don't see that technique a lot i mean i don't think he's used it since maybe the uh the Zeno Expo or, or, or the Destroyer tournament or something, you know, he, I think he used it against Frost. It's been a while. <laughs> so it's just cool to just be like, OK, that's a move that we know that is a technique that we are familiar with for sure. And then Gohan makes these, these sort of comments about. Um, because of he, he says that we've seen him regenerate, and if all the warriors have fused with them with their combined energy and the resilience must be through the roof, so we don't need to worry about using lethal force and getting disqualified. Now the first time I watched this, I actually didn't understand. I rewatched it and I said, wait, wait a second. What what does he mean? He's gonna he's gonna they're gonna try to kill these guys? <laughs> And, and he doesn't think they're going to get disqualified. Why would he think that? But for, for some reason, like I'm getting it now that I'm rewatching it, that he's saying because it, with all the resilience that these guys have, because they fuse with so many other Namekian warriors that he can use a lethal attack with special beam cannon is a lethal attack. You know, he, Piccolo doesn't pull that out unless he's trying to kill somebody. Right. <laughs> because that thing will, will drill a hole through your heart, through your chest, through your stomach, etc. So he's saying we can use that. It'll be strong enough to kind of weaken them, get them out the ring, but it won't. It's a, so it's sort of a lethal attack, but it won't kill them because they're so resilient. So now I kind of I understand that a little bit better. And go on to that he can go at him with, you know, with everything he's got now. So we've got Piccolo kind of chilling. Uh, <laughs> we make some comments about you know, you're, you're pretty, you're pretty chill right now, Lord Beerus. Like, you don't seem to worry, you know, if, if, if Gohan and Piccolo win here, you know, your brother Champa is going to be out of here. You don't care at all. And Beerus is like, give him hell universe seven. <laughs> like he just, he just doesn't seem, doesn't seem phased at all by it. Meanwhile, Goku is still fighting one of these, I don't know, new Rebrian. I don't, these guys have names that are just very hard to pronounce and not very easy to remember. So I'm calling him New Rebrianne. Uh New Brian. <laughs> I don't know. Um And of course we gotta get a little bit of commentary from the Grand Zenos, you know. And then we get a little bit of of, of, of a Grand Minister's kind of taking us back here. He's saying that, you know, despite you know, the the seven universe is kind of hanging in there. They have momentum on their side. And it's just getting me pumped up. It's just getting me pumped up. I mean, this episode in, in, in a lot of ways, this episode as a whole got me more pumped up than any of the others. I don't know. It's just something about the pacing of it and uh, the, the sort of uh, revelations that are coming out about the dynamics. And it's just it's just nonstop. <laughs> it's good story, good action at a fast pace. And it's just it's just nonstop from start to finish. I mean, it's just what more can you ask for? So meanwhile, we've got. Piccolo launched a special beam cannon at one of these guys, but it wasn't enough to penetrate through his gut. OK, because remember, they got extra resilience now and then he launches a blast back at Piccolo and it, the screen turns kind of white like it did. You know, it's, it's like that white sort of outline the white background with just like the outline of piccolo kind of like it was whenever he stepped in front of gohan <laughs> that time when napa unleashed that big ass blast uh, i don't know if that was on purpose or not but it definitely reminded me of that and then we get a little sequence that is a little i don't know still maybe a little bit confusing to me and exactly what's going on here piccolo kind of awakens in this uh, I don't know if he's in some sort of weird stage between life and death. Maybe he made some sort of connection here because he's fighting other Nameks. But we do see a moment where he kind of wakes up and we see Kami in the background and we also see Nail standing to the left of him. So somehow through this battle with these Nameks, it's, it's it's sort of awakening and sort of, re, I guess, channeling his own fusions, his own experiences with merging it's a little bit unclear i think exactly what's going on here but kami kind of points forward and uh yeah i don't know <laughs> uh, what, do, what did you guys think about that moment send me an email at rock the dragon podcast because i feel like that's something i'm missing there i mean i don't know it was just a moment where he was sort of unconscious or whatever and maybe he was just you know hallucinating or maybe he really was have some sort of out of body experience for a moment because immediately after that we see gohan standing right in front of piccolo very much in the same way that he stood in front of gohan so many years ago and took that blast from napa that was napa right sorry you know i, I start talking and i and sometimes i forget shit. <laughs> But it's very reminiscent of that, you know, and and, and I don't think it's a coincidence that they're kind of doing this kind of stuff where they're throwing they're doing throwbacks. And, and I love it. I absolutely love it. So Gohan's standing there and, you know, instead of getting obliterated like Piccolo did for him, he just blocked it. OK, but he still saved Piccolo. Right. And he says it was careless. Uh he didn't give him enough time to finish charging up his energy and now he's saying give it another shot you know this time we'll do it you and me as a team uh one of the namics got his arms blown off but we already know that they can just kind of <laughs> grow these things back okay so you gotta do you gotta, you gotta you have to do a move here that's gonna take them out you know because they can just regenerate so Gohan's going at it with these guys. Meanwhile, we got Piccolo on the side, charging up this special beam cannon. We get a lot of sky clashes here. I mean, they're just going at it, going at it. Piccolo's on the ground. He says, I'm the one who should apologize, Gohan. I let myself get totally outplayed by their sheer determination to survive. I got on my high horse and told you to be a warrior and finish the fight and now look at me. <laughs> And then we've got a good dialogue here, too. And he says, we're going to keep pushing, keep pushing all the way. And we see the two fingers go up to the forehead. And we know what that means. We've seen that so many times, ladies and gentlemen. We got a special beam cannon coming up. Meanwhile, Goku is still fighting Nubrianne. <laughs> and we see him use a technique that we saw Ribrian use. So we now know that that is something that is associated with that power. And they're teaming up and they're launching big hearts and it explodes. And I mean, this is stuff we've kind of seen before, but we're kind of seeing it on a different level since we're seeing it with different characters. Because they do something completely different here. And it is mentioned by, uh, I think, the Destroyer Guide or the Supreme Kai Universe 2 that the maidens weren't even able to do this. Okay, they created this giant black heart which they say is most likely a gravitational singularity so it's called the weight of their love so it's like a black hole but it's a heart Okay, and somehow they're using this technique to uh, yeah they're they're literally (laughs) putting the weight of their love down on Goku and the androids this is a technique ladies and gentlemen I'm not making this up but it's kind of cool, right? Because it just, it kind of, it's just, it's weight. It's, it's weighting them down. It's like, you know, gravity. They even say it's way more intense than Boma's training rooms, okay? And we know that these characters can handle a lot of gravity. We've seen Goku train at who knows how many times gravity. And this is holding all three of them down, burying them down into the ground, saying that, yeah, uh, you know, if this keeps happening, they're gonna end up going right to the bottom of the ring and then they'll all be eliminated. You know, wouldn't that be something? Eliminating the three of them at one time. How devastating would that be? But you know what? You're kind of pissing Goku off at this point. He says, for me, there's a better path to power. It's not love, it's fury. And he powers up the Super Saiyan Blue. And I'm like, oh man, it's going down. Oh, so much action here, I can't even keep up with it. We cut back and we get a sequence that, Man, you know, just so, just so good. So good. They start to cut back and forth between Goku and Gohan as they both charge up Kamehameha's. Okay. The whole father-son Kamehameha idea comes back around here. Uh, Of course, they're not doing it at the same, they're not, they're not doing it with each other, (laughs) but you know, they're still doing it at the same time and the way they kind of edit it together, it's just glorious. There's a little bit of the animation here that's a little bit bothersome to me. I, I, I don't know. I mean, I, it's it's kind of hard to see because there's so much cool stuff going on. But some of this stuff I feel like wasn't animated as good as some of the other stuff. Like, but whatever. We've got a massive battle going here. Gohan has his beam going up against this Namik's mouth beam, <laughs> whatever it's called. Uh, and then we've got Goku basically launching his to try to get out of that black heart. And one of the guy, the other Namekian tries to grasp Gohan and sneak up on him. But meanwhile, he forgot about Piccolo back there. And Piccolo launches that special beam cannon at him and hits him dead through his stomach. And we see it all the way. They go to a wide shot. And not only does he get the first one, he gets the second Namek too he gets both namekians with one special beam cannon and then gohan unleashes the kamehameha blows these dudes out of there goku unleashes his blows these other dudes out of there at the same time we get both universes two and six eliminated oh man that was something else that was something else we get a little bit of commentary from frieza he mentioned something about ultra instinct i don't know i feel like it just needed something to cut to there because <laughs> did, he didn't really say anything that was too useful and usually he's, he's he's got some kind of good dialogue but that wasn't the best uh so yeah and grand minister says thus by the rules of you know and uh you know both universes are now going to be obliterated and this is devastating and the grand zettos don't waste any time at all they go and they sort of immediately get universe two out of there but we see the supporters back in their universe the people watching the people still you know, smiling and still happy even though they know they're about to be obliterated and there's something really touching about that You know, and and as as much as I really kind of didn't care for these characters in Universe 2, the way they handled their exit was done exceptionally well. You know, they all kind of get their final words in and it's all positivity and it's love and it's, you know, it's just they're gone. That's it. And and, and with a little floating heart, they're gone. And there's just their angel attendant just sitting there by himself. (laughs) It's pretty sad. You know, we we. Go, we've been going through this tournament of power and then obviously we've, there's a lot of characters we've we've seen that we don't like and ones that we do like. But every time one of them, have, one of these universes has been eliminated, it's been done well and you feel the weight of it. You feel the impact of it. <laughs> you know, you feel the stakes. Ninety percent of Dragon Ball Super had stories that didn't really have any stakes to them. It wasn't really until we got to Goku Black and Zamasu where we started to get into that kind of stuff. But the Tournament of power is all about stakes, you know? And sometimes they've kind of deviated from the focus of that by being kind of silly and, you know, it's mostly been Goku. But if anybody's going to be that way, it's going to be him. But when we see these moments, it's uh, it's kind of devastating to watch. Uh, We even see... Vados, She's saying that, you know, this is this is actually happening. Like, I actually have to say goodbye to Lord Champa. But she didn't even she moved over immediately to, <laughs> to like Universe Seven's like section because she's like, all right, peace out, y'all. I'm not going out with y'all. <laughs> we get to see a few moments here from the remaining from everyone in Universe Six. Khalifa holds good on her promise. She's still trying to kick the, the Namekians asses. We see Batamo and Magetta and Doctor, whatever his name was, and most importantly, we get to see Champa, man. And I'm 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 feeling bad because I'm going. I actually like Champa a lot. We see a final moment between Champa and Beerus, and Champa just says, "Hey, brother," and he just, and then we see Hit and Kaba, and they all disappear. And Champa just makes a face, <laughs> and. uh. And he's gone, too. So even to the bitter end, the very last second, he remained Chompa. Meanwhile, Beerus is just kind of standing there like, well, you know what? What's done is done. He says nothing else to say. And that does it. (laughs) That ends the episode. What hell of an episode. Of course, we do see Vegeta here. We can't forget that he's still in the mix. Uh, He's going up against my dude. A character that's quickly becoming just like my little side favorite. I call him Sega Genesis superhero dude because he reminds me of some old character that was on a Sega game. I can't even remember <laughs> what the name of it was, but uh, anyway, that does it for the episode. What do you think about that, guys? What are you saying? Send me an email at rockthedragonpodcast@gmail.com at gmail.com, and that was a phenomenal episode. And based on the way this one ended, we know the next one is going to be vegeta versus that dude so good stuff you know goku's kind of out of it right now this was a good episode you know goku was still involved in the action but it wasn't all focused around him we still got plenty of gohan and piccolo action in there as well as some devastating things happening like universes universe is getting eliminated and some good fights and some good story i mean it was non-stop action from start to finish good i mean it's, five stars five star episode anyway let's see what some of you guys thought about it we're going to switch over to what are you saying for the week i've got two emails here uh the first email here is from andrew andrew number two andrew number two as always man thanks so much for being a fan of of the show the podcast thanks so much for becoming a patron Um, that means so much to me, man. So I just want to take a second to give you a shout out for that says here. Hey, Tim, well, I'll be damned. The tournament of power has started on its home stretch and I have to say, God damn, these episodes have been fantastic and it's only going to continue to be as great, if not better. I'm glad to hear you were as pumped up as much as I was slash am with the grinding Kamehameha. I still get goosebumps watching it. Episode 118. What an episode, even though there were some silly parts. Father Son Kamehameha Part 2, finally getting the backstory of the Universe 6 Namekians, and the beautiful elimination of Universes 2 and 6. I'm glad they've gotten back to the team aspect of, uh, aspect of the Tournament of Power. Hope your surgery went well without any complications. Here's me waving my spirit glow sticks of positivity towards you, Tim. Keep up the great work best wishes, Andrew. Andrew, man, thanks so much for the support, positivity. Uh, Once again, my surgery is tomorrow, so I have not gone through that yet, man, but I'll be taking that positive spirit stick glow energy in there with me. (laughs) Um, Yeah, I don't disagree with anything you said here. I mean, I I love the episode. Now, you you did say there were some silly parts. I wonder which parts you were talking about if i had to guess i would say maybe the universe two guys transforming into the love squad i mean that's probably (laughs) that's probably what you meant there but even that was done so well because it was coming from the people back in universe two that were watching the fight so even that as silly as it was for me still worked uh and yeah obviously i love the the you call it the grinding Kamehameha? Yeah, hell. I'm, um, yeah, man. It's probably one of my top five moments in Dragon Ball history. <laughs> I think it's pretty easy to say that. uh, Father, son, Kamehameha here, absolutely. Backstory, the Universe 6 Namekians, yes, I went on and on about how much I love that and how much, it, if they would have, that's all they had to do. That's all they had to do for the Universe 6 Sands. and I would have been okay with it. But they didn't do that. <laughs> you know, These guys had power-ups too, but it made sense. It tied into the universe. It was consistent with the history and the backstory of Piccolo and things that we've seen in Dragon Ball. Boom, done. So I loved it. And of course, the beautiful elimination of universes two and six, and it was beautiful. It happened at the same time, and they went out in very interesting ways and farewell to those guys. And uh, unless I'm mistaken, all we have left is, well, okay, so... Sekigen is a superhero guy. Which universe is he with? I don't, he's not. Okay. So we, we have at least three universes remaining now. Universe seven universe 10. Okay. 10 is Jiren's universe. I believe And whatever universe superhero dude is with. I don't remember right now, <laughs> but yeah, so it's going down, man. It's coming down to the wire. We've only have so many episodes left of the show. So I'm looking forward to, uh, Everything that's happening. And like you said here, the team aspect of the tournament of power has definitely gotten better. So uh, here's to, to, to that continuing on from this point. One more email here from Evan. Evan, always good to hear from your man. I love your emails. Evan writes uh, <laughs> your uh, email subject line says, what are you saying? The power of love, love in all caps. Hi, Tim. I absolutely love the past two episodes of Dragon Ball Super, pun fully intended. Let's just list off a few highlights. Brianne's Dino Dynomax Transformation, which you have a little asterisk here. Dynomax Transformation apparently is a reference to uh, Pokemon Sword and Shield. Okay, I'm glad you mentioned that because I'm not familiar with it. But I would love to see an image of some sort. Of this Dino Max transformation, just so I can kind of see the comparisons, there. You also say here Universe 2 all whipping out pink glow sticks to spirit bomb charge their fighters. The androids' power and wit takes me back to pre sale days. Touching relationship moments, including 17 and 18, 18 and Krillin, Vados and Champa, etc. Continuing excellent dialogue fun namekian powers like stretchy arms and meeting bodies people not named goku fighting <laughs> piccolo double Sing the universe six namekians and best of all kale and Khalifa literally no longer exist parentheses yeah everyone will probably get wished back to life but whatever i'm enjoying it as long as i can I'm so glad to see the wide variety of events in the last couple episodes, and it looks like we're going to get to see Vegeta on the warpath next week. Keep rocking the dragon, Evan. Evan, thanks a lot, man. Appreciate all of the support, as always. Love reading your emails. Uh, yeah, let me know about that Dino Max trans- transformation. I mean, I guess I could just Google it. <laughs> but yeah, Universe 2 whipping out the pink glow sticks. Hey, you know, it worked. Uh, the androids, power and wit takes you back to pre-sale days yeah just seeing them kind of work together but for a completely different cause this time around is pretty exciting and if, as well as the touching relationship moments between the two of them 18 and krillin krillin vados and champa vados did have some pretty nice words to say about champa this episode uh in a way even though she had already moved on the excellent dialogue yeah dialogue was excellent this episode fun and powers yeah you know, it's nice to see these these Namekians showed up, and they, they they have done nothing that they did was anything that we hadn't seen Piccolo do, and I kind of like that, because it showed that they weren't that different, and apparently, their planet in Universe Six is also called Namek, because they didn't, you know, <laughs> it wasn't like Sadala, in the planet Vegeta, two different names, right, or whatever Vegeta was called before that, I forget, I forget now, but <laughs> I shouldn't have even said that. Uh, <laughs> um uh was it a tuffle the tuffles were there or the t- i forget sorry it's a lot of lot of dragon ball shit <laughs> going on in my head but uh yeah so apparently their planet is also called namek because those namekians were talked about it like it was called namek so that's kind of cool too uh people not named goku fighting even though we get did get goku in here and like i said it was done in a very good way because he was involved, but it just didn't focus around him. So good there. Piccolo double Raditzing the Universe 6 Namekians. So for anybody that doesn't get that reference, first of all, why the hell are you listening to this? Uh, Second of all, uh, yeah. So, you know, back in early Dragon Ball Z, you, you remember when Piccolo and Goku fought Raditz, the way that they took him out was that Goku held Raditz around the waist and Piccolo sent a special beam cannon and went that went through both of them. And that's how he killed Raditz and Goku at the same time. So it's you're saying Piccolo double Raditzing <laughs> the Universe 6 Namekians, he took them both out at the same time. And of course, which is also my favorite, Kale and Caulifla no longer exists. Peace out. <laughs> I'm actually gonna miss Hit, I'm gonna miss Chompa, I'm gonna miss Kaba a little bit. But other than that, mm, you know uh but look you know there's still so there's still a good amount of episodes left like you said somebody's gonna get wished back at the end of this i don't think for one second that all of these universes are going to be destroyed you know uh hell vegeta already said that if he won this thing he was going to wish back universe six himself he said that right so who knows what'll happen here who knows uh, but anyway, like you, like you said, good wide variety of events and we good. We, and speaking of Vegeta, we get to see him get his groove on in the next episode. And I can't wait to see it. So, uh, yeah, absolutely. So if you have anything you want to say about this episode, send me an email rock the dragon podcast at gmail.com. Uh, once again, I am about to go into surgery tomorrow morning. I, this is my first time having any sort of surgery outside of like wisdom teeth. So if you guys want to put any sort of positive uh, pink glow sticks of energy in the air for me, <laughs> I will gladly accept it. I will accept any and all sensu beans, any and all spirit bomb energy, any and all prayers and or positive thoughts that you may have. That this whole thing just goes pretty well, and I come out of it okay, and etc. And I will obviously take your money too. So head over to patreon.com slash rock the dragon podcast and help me recover from this. Okay. That's very important too. you can't forget about that. Okay. Stuff isn't cheap at all. There'll be plenty of stuff over there for you to check out. So just head over there, go ahead and subscribe, set it up now. As usual, I need you guys to also support the Facebook page, facebook.com slash rock the dragon podcast. Uh, that about does it guys hell of an episode to go out on you know i can go into my surgery feeling good now i feel like this is a good sort of way to 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 just go and have a life-altering event happen (laughs) because this was a life-altering episode of dragon ball super okay with that being said guys uh, i'm gonna go ahead and sign off so until next time for rock the dragon podcast i'm tim bridgewater see you next time and uh keep on rocking the dragon